0: Hey there, this is Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin Boone, and I am always so glad that you have stopped by, that you have taken the time out of your busy schedule to listen to my podcast. So stay tuned. I pray that you're going to be blessed by what I have to share with you. God's word is amazing. So sit tight. I'll be right back. Mm. Let's get started. Are you ready? Let's go there. All right. We're going to be uh, coming from 2 Peter chapter 1, and I'm going to actually be uh, moving between two Bible translations. One is the Christian Standard Bible, and the other is the Passion Translation. So 2 Peter chapter 1, starting with verse 3, His divine power, and we're talking about God, His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness by these he has given us very great and precious promises so that through them you may share in the divine nature escaping the corruption that is in the world because of evil desire for this very reason make every effort to supplement or add to your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance, endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly love and brotherly affection with love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I have read 2nd Peter verses I'm sorry. 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 3 through 8. So let's go there. So what I want to pull out especially in this episode is verse 5 for this very reason. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness. Goodness with knowledge. Verse 6, knowledge with self-control. Self-control with endurance. Endurance with godliness. Godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. And then on to verse 8. So, one of the things I just want to bring out is that God has given the Christian, the true believers, the ones who have accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior truly, he has given us everything that we need so that we can reflect God's nature, his character, his goodness, and his glory. We are not God, but we have the spirit of of God within us we have accepted Christ and we have received the Holy Spirit we have received the Holy Spirit which who is the Spirit of Jesus Christ and because we have received the Spirit of Jesus Christ we have everything we need to live this life Pleasing to the Lord. Now, 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 now. We know that there are often times where you would never know. It could be me. It could be you. It could be another believer. You're like, they're Christian? What? And they doing this and they doing that. Well, just because we... Have a bad day or an especially sinful day does not mean, as a Christian now, does not mean that the seed of righteousness has not been planted in us. It does not mean that the seed of holiness and godliness and purity, it has not been planted in us it does not mean that the character and the nature of God has not been planted in us because by this scripture we, we do have everything we need by God's divine power let's read from the Passion Translation okay Everything, verse 3: everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by His divine power. For all of this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing Him who has called us by name and invited us to come to Him through a glorious manifestation of His goodness. As a result of this, He has given you or us, every believer, magnificent, and another translation says, superlative promises that are beyond all price, so that through the power of these tremendous promises, we can experience partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped the corrupt desires that are of the world, because we have the nature of God. No, we're not God, but we do have his nature living within us. We have already escaped the evil desires that the world brings already. It's already been done. Even if it doesn't look like it or feel like it or sound like it by our behaviors and our actions and our attitudes and our thoughts and, and our, our, it, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is we have already been given all of this. We have already escaped the evil desires. What happens is that war between the flesh and the spirit because we still live in this flesh. We still do. But deep within us, God has planted the seeds of holiness and righteousness and godliness and goodness and purity and faith and strength. He has planted all of that within us. And it is up to us as believers to add, to supplement. And that's what the, the, Christian standard Bible translation says we want to add, we want to add to our faith. We want to supplement what's already in us by, by getting into the word, by not just getting, not just read, I heard this today, not just reading the word, but applying the word of God we can read all day long and we can get up. We can read for two, three hours, one hour, 30 minutes. But if the word just goes right out in one ear, out the other, and we just get up and go on like nothing has happened, like we have not received the meat of the word, then, then there will be no change. There will be no evidence that the spirit of God actually lives in us. So it's not just reading the word, it's actually taking it and applying it. So um, verse five in second Peter, it says, so devote yourself because of all these things, because of what God has put in you and in me, devote yourselves, commit yourselves to lavishly supplementing your faith with goodness, lavishly, like fully just all in, all in, every Lord, I'm all in, I'm going to supplement, I'm going to add to my faith. I'm going to add to my faith integrity, courage, nobleness, and moral value. That's coming, or valor, excuse me, moral valor from the Passion Translation. I'm going to add to my faith all of that. I'm going to add goodness, and I'm going to add understanding. And to understanding, I'm going to add the strength of self-control. I'm going to add patient endurance. I'm going to add long suffering. I'm going to add the ability to endure. To endure trials and struggles as a good soldier. I'm going to endure hardness. I'm actually going to endure the strength of self-control. I'm going to learn how to control this, this flesh by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to learn how... Because he's going to teach me as I get in the word of God, as I sit under teaching and preaching, as I feed myself on the word. I'm going to learn how to do all of this. God is going to show me by his spirit because everything I need is already in me. So all he has to do is amplify it as I feed myself on the word, as I commune with the Lord in prayer as I fellowship with other believers, as I spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's adding, he's adding, he's supplementing what is already in me, what is already in you. And the patient endurance and, excuse me, and then adding to the endurance godliness or reverence for God, reverence for his ways, Reverence for his ways and and all that he is. And then we're going to add mercy. And it's mercy toward our brothers and sisters in Christ. How often do we lack mercy amongst ourselves? Amongst our brothers and sisters in Christ? How often are we... So quick to cast them off when they, when they, when they sin or, or they just don't do what we think they should do. How often do we not show them mercy and grace? The Spirit of God is already in us and he is full of mercy. And so we have to, uh, what do you call that? Stir it up. Everything we need. That's amazing. That's amazing to me. So really, it's just a matter of, okay, God, I have everything I need. I really do. Because you you said I do. And you put everything I need in me by your spirit. So I need to get busy. And I need to, 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 to do what I need to do so that all that you put in me will come forth will come out of me. As you plant a seed in the ground, if you just leave it there, it's going to eventually die. But if you plant it, and if you water it, and as you fertilize it, and as you, you know, some people talk to plants and stuff. Well, okay, that's fine too. As you share the love. But as you do all of that, that that seed, you know, breaks through and it uh, breaks through the shell and then it breaks through the ground and then you start seeing the life come forth and and you want to see that seed come to maturity and that's what God wants in us. He's planted the seed in us already. Now we've got to do the work. We've got to do the work. Plant, water, and I know he says God, uh, one waters, one plants. God gives the increase. That's dealing with salvation and it is us, Looking at the same principle of God has planted the seed. He's planted his spirit in us. We have to water it. And he will, he will give the increase. But if that seed is just laying there dormant, listen, if you're a believer and you've got the Holy Spirit in you and you're just not doing anything to add to your faith and you are the same person that you were when you got saved and you've been saved Two years, three years, four years, five years, and you are the same, then it is time to go back. Revisit your relationship with the Lord, examine it, and start digging in. Start digging in so that you can begin to grow and be who God called you to be. So, listen to this. Verse 8. Since these virtues are already planted deep within, and you possess them in abundant supply, they will keep you from being inactive or fruitless, in your pursuit of knowing Jesus Christ more intimately. If we continue to grow and continue to show mercy and continue to uh, strengthen our self-control and continue to endure and continue to be godly and continue to have reverence for God and continue to grow in our understanding and in our faith and in our goodness by the grace of God, then we will be on fire for the Lord all the time. Not saying we won't have bad days and things happen and, you know, we have down days, but our hearts will be so bent toward God. Our minds will be so focused on honoring God and loving each other and caring for each other and caring for the lost that we are, that the fire and the excitement and the life that is in Christ will overflow and we won't be inactive. We won't be sitting on the sidelines like, feed me, feed me. You know how how we sometimes, you know, back in the early days of my walk with God, it was just like, I go to church, feed me, feed me. I go to Bible study, feed me, feed me. I want more, 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 more. Well, eventually that should come to the place of, who? Oh, let me feed you. Let me give you. Let me serve you. Let me do this for God. Let me do that. God, what is it you want me to do? Because I'm ready to roll. You know, it should move us into that kind of activity. Not, you know, just active doing stuff and it doesn't mean anything, but really, really getting into what God has for us to do. And we won't be fruitless, but we will be fruitful because we are to be fruitful and multiply. And yes, I know I took that from Genesis when God told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply. And he was, you know, talking about, children and and all that, but we are to be fruitful and multiply as well. We can be fruitful by how we live, how we share, how we care for one another, how we care for the, the widows and the orphans and the homeless, how we care for those who need caring for our fruitfulness, multiplication. How are we discipling someone else? Are you discipling are are you are you bringing someone under your wing and pointing them though toward Christ, but helping them to grow in their walk with the Lord? How can we do that if we're not growing as well? We won't even have the confidence to do that cuz it's going to be like, I don't have anything to give them. I don't I don't know. But we don't want to be we want to Oh, we want the fruit of the spirit. We want God just to overflow. We want people to be able to see who he is and what he has done in our lives and how he has transformed us. Not how we have done it because without God, we cannot do it. Cannot get an amen. So this, this thing right here, we allow God as we put in the work, I am not talking about working to salvation, I'm talking about after you are saved, realizing that everything we need God has given us and we have to add to it. We are not supposed to be stagnant, we are always supposed to be growing and expanding and being pruned <laughs> because when we get pruned, as we some of you know. When, when a tree is pruned or a plant is pruned or a grapevine is pruned or whatever gets pruned, you know, all of that, it's so that it can bring forth more growth. Because when a plant or a tree or a vine gets wild, the fruit doesn't even have a chance because it's just wild. You know, I actually honestly have, uh, I forgot what kind of berry tree I have in my backyard. Oh, gosh mulberry. I have mulberry trees that were planted before before I got here. When I first moved here, oh my goodness, the mulberries were beautiful. And I, I took them off the tree and I you know washed them and ate them and all that kind of stuff. But now because I have not been taking care and pruning that mulberry tree, they're falling all over the place before they even get ripe. They're just falling. And I'm going to get out there and I'm going to prune the tree as much as I can It's kind of tall. I'm gonna do what I can on the ladder, but the concept of it is prune the thing. So the pruning comes, the growth comes. All of that is involved in us operating in who God made us to be based on what He has already put in us. Already that's amazing. That's amazing. So just remember. God has already given us everything we need so that we can reflect the nature of God, the glory of God, the goodness of God, the character of God. So we can reflect all of that so that we will be fruitful and we won't be inactive. We will be moving in the things of God, not busy work, but moving in the direction that God has planned for our lives All right. Well, that's it for today. And I pray that you have been blessed and encouraged and strengthened in your walk with the Lord. And uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, today is the day. The day can be your day of salvation. It can be. So I pray That if your heart has been touched, if if you want to know more about this life that is exciting in the Lord, just let me know. You can receive Christ, though, before you even talk to me. You can receive him right where you are. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you, you are God that you gave up your life for me, a sinner. You gave up your life so that I could be saved, so that I could live with you forever, forever, and not be separated from you for an eternity. Lord, I confess that I'm a sinner. I repent of my sin and I come to you for salvation. Forgive me, God. Cleanse me, wash me, save me. I receive the free gift of salvation. I receive Jesus Christ and I want him and I'm asking him now to become Lord of my life. I submit and surrender and I give my life to you, Lord Jesus. Come in, take control, take over lead and guide me into all that is true. And I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. All right, y'all. God bless you. And let me pray. Father, I just thank you for uh, this, this information, this word. And I pray. Blessings upon those who are listening. Father, I'm asking you to encourage those who feel like they have nothing to offer because you have given us everything we need. And you, God, can lead us into how we are to grow in these areas and how we are to add all the things that we need to add or supplement because everything we need is already in us. Just teach us how to water the seed, teach us how to nurture and grow and develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. God, we need you so much. In these days and times, we definitely need you. So we're asking you to come on in, do what you need to do, lead us, teach us, guide us, have your way in our lives. Oh Lord, we thank you. We praise and magnify you, oh God. You are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. I will see you next week. I'm looking forward to the next lesson. I think we're actually going to stay in Second Peter, but we'll see what the Lord says. Okay, God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.